Stand by to receive our transmission. Where are you boys from in the world? Alabama, sir. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to the Bama Geeks Podcast. We're four friends diving into our favorite pop culture topics with a dash of Southern charm. Right, we have the tools, we have the talent. It's Miller time. Whoa, this is heavy. Pizza dude's got 30 seconds. Wait, what? Crazy? You didn't say I was crazy. You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude, man. You want something done, you've got to do it yourself. Be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes! So grab your biscuits and gravy, a glass of sweet tea, and enjoy the nerdy hospitality of Brock and Jessica Parker, Bo Bearden, and Kevin Gardner. This is the way. This is the way. Welcome into episode 55. We are officially the speed limit on a two-lane Alabama road. Yeah, that speed that you can't drive in that song that we can't play. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because, you know, we'll get shut down. Yeah. Only five more episodes and we'll be to the official speed limit when it's 55. (laughs) 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 Oh, I'm Brock Parker. And with me, of course, is my wife, Jessica. Yes, hello. And Bo Bearden. Howdy. And returning from lands far away, Kevin Gardner is back. Yes. G'day. He's no longer in the future. He is with us in the current. One of our friends from New Zealand posted up right before we uh, we started recording a picture of his, his newborn son. Mm-hmm. He's like, and a happy Monday to everyone. And I'm like, don't start that yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Sunday night right here right now. Oh, yeah. He's such a cute baby. <laughs> he is. Mm-hmm. So uh, as you're hearing this, we have just wrapped up uh, a week ago. Uh, Jessica had a birthday. I did. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we are wrapping up Mother's Day as well. So mm-hmm. Jess has had a, a few days of celebrations. I have that, you know, much like people who have their birthdays around Christmas. Sometimes a birthday is on Mother's Day. Sometimes it's a couple after. So bless Brock's heart. He's got to, you know, <laughs> he's got to come bearing gifts, you know, around double that time in May. So thank yeah, you, honey. You're welcome. Um, I know you got some things you want to show up. We can yeah, do that in just a sure. minute, yeah. but, uh, uh, we're going to get, uh, get around the table and find out what everybody is up to, but we want to welcome you to the podcast again and, uh, ask you that if you're not following us on social media, Bama geeks on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also join the Bama geeks front porch on Facebook. That is our, uh, private group that we all hang out in from time to time and chit chat. And uh, we just spent about uh, close to 40 minutes with our Patreon members uh, mm-hmm. talking about a whole lot of different things. If you want to join that conversation, patreon.com slash Bama Geeks. And uh, five bucks a month will get you into some, get you into some uh, nonsense. It's not, a bad, it's not a bad cover charge. I mean, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's up to your, it's up to yourself to, you know, get your drink of choice, but. Five yeah. bucks will get you in the door. That's right. <laughs> BYOB. That's right. So, sorry. Yes. There's the Yes. I have a new toy at my disposal, and I'm going yeah. to try not to abuse it. Um, 
<laughs> we're trying to make the audio sound better. I've been, uh, we were telling our Patreon members about it all. And, uh, Kevin what? just went dark. Whoa, Kevin. Whoa. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the machines are taking over. Yeah. <laughs> Chat GP, GTP is after us all, right? Yes. <laughs> the bots you, are when coming. You, when you have automation in your house and you try to turn off one light, but then you turn off every light instead. <laughs> yep. So I was wanting to just turn off that light. Right there, mm. that, that one just went off. That just that one. Sorry, guys, didn't mean to freak everybody out. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but uh, as mentioned, uh, Kevin took a trip to Australia and mm -hmm. in New Zealand, and uh, a good chunk of our podcast is going to be uh, some stories from him, and because uh, sure. we have not had a chance to to talk mm -hmm. to him since he's been back, and so I'm really looking forward to hearing about his experience. I know that's that was a dream bucket list item mm -hmm. for you, so. Yeah. Uh, so I, I guess before we get to that, uh, I guess we can start off what we've been up to the last couple of weeks. Um, Bo, how about you, man? What, uh, what's been up? Uh, let's see. Not a whole lot. We've been busy with just, just family life in general. Like I said, the most interesting thing I did in the last couple of weeks is just what I did yesterday. Uh, as I told you guys, we took my mother-in-law to medieval times for mother's day. Yeah! <laughs> yeah which which she got treated to a double show the show itself and of course oliver's reaction to it because that's like one of his favorite things ever what what night were you cheering for uh we were the navarre the uh the the, the yellow which okay. wound up wound up becoming the rogue night as the evening went on sweet yeah mm. okay. so it was, it was good. Uh, it's like I said, we've been, I say, said, uh, the highlight is always the orange joke from Valencia. That's always, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, that show uh, never gets old. It's amazing. Yeah, it was It was weird. Like I said, it was weird. Like I said, it was the first time I've been to the show where our good friend Joe has not been on, part of the crew. Normally, mm -hmm. he's either the MC character, but he wasn't there. But uh, beyond that, it was, that was good. Um, I'm trying to think. Did what you guys else. go to the Lego store? Uh, no, we were just kind of in and out there for a while. Okay. Yeah, we we walked around a little bit, but uh, no, we didn't we didn't get too far. Because I want you to know, like, it's weird. Like I said, I I thought malls on a Saturday would be are are dead nowadays, but no, nah, that place is very jumping. Mm. Like it was insane. Like it reminded me of like mid nineties River Chase Galleria. That's how busy it was. Yeah, that's why that oh, wow. place still has a Lego store. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, unlike well, the like, Galleria. I, well, like what they've got smart. I think it's smart. Is like the mall is now trying to embrace like uh uh experiences like there was like mini golf in there now you got medieval times yeah. uh different things to do you know uh on top of shopping like i think that's one thing like they better consider they've got a theater in that one too don't they yeah amc's part yeah. Of, it's part it's part of the connection to the mall like with yeah. them like they make me kind of jealous like they're dave and busters you can walk from inside the mall to the mm -hmm. dave and busters where oh. the one here it's not right. connected which i'm sure it's probably some weird law because they serve alcohol probably with alabama you never know yeah 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 that's true but let's see beyond that let's see as i told you guys i went to bucky's and uh they have zero sugar dr pepper on fountain now so that was a very nice <laughs> and of course we got oliver a fourth of july um bucky shirt we usually try to get him the holiday shirts when we go mm -hmm. by so which yeah, the, uh, the the navy blue one yeah the, navy, the, but the royal blue one yeah for fourth of july yeah mm -hmm. yeah so yep beyond God, that, that's coming up soon isn't it wow. yes mm -hmm. yeah it's not far off well, I mean, you got you got Memorial Day. I'm I'm sure it kind of rolls in with Memorial Day, also kind of type yeah. thing, yeah. and goes in with that. But uh, let's see. Beyond that, I'm trying to think. I haven't watched much because I'm trying to finally finish Red Dead Redemption Two. <laughs> I, I got I got two games for my birthday. I got the Dead Space remake and the uh, Resident Evil Four remake. I would love to play, but 
I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to quit from starting a new game without finishing the one I'm working on afterwards. <laughs> which I'm going to get the Vampire Survivors eventually, Kevin. <laughs> which, speaking of, I heard there like possibly might be a movie or a TV series on Vampire Survivors somehow. So, well, well yeah, it was Castlevania. Yeah, that's right. We talked. About that. yeah. <laughs> well, but, the, fu- the, 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 fu- the funny joke about vampire survivors that I mean, I'm going to spoil it for you a little bit here, but there are no vampires in vampire survivors. Ah, at hmm. all. <laughs> it's like, but every time you, you pick up a new character, it's like, hey, I'm not a vampire. Hmm. Hey, I'm not a vampire. So it's just kind of the joke that they confirm that there are no vampires in vampire survivors. <laughs> ah, <laughs> it's the <Gotcha>. running joke. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, beyond that, um, Try to think. That's about it. I've got. I worked with Shane a couple of weeks back. We're still working on trying to get my proton pack upgraded. I've been hit working on it, and I'm like, "Hey, hang on till I can. I can get back with you." And this, he's a busy bee and wants to. <laughs> I mean, I'm not complaining, but he's also. Yeah. I'm like, man, I want to. I want to be part of the hands on of this too. So that's that's been <laughs> he's like, yeah, hey, I just do it. I can do yeah. it. Let's yeah. Do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, let's see, I, that's all I can think of for me. So not not much interesting with me. Okay. Uh, outside of your trip, Kevin, you got anything? Well, I mean, while I was gone, I got to consume, you know, quite a few movies watching, you know, we, we talked about this a little bit in the Patreon portion, but, you know, just kind of getting caught up on the the new season of Beavis and Butthead. Um, so to watch it, I've got a chance to watch Renfield. Um, and uh, let's see. I've seen, you know, uh, picking up the show Lucky Hank. That's a really good one. Silo. So, you know, pl- plenty of downtime while I was, you know, like in the evenings and stuff like that. And I just had stuff queued up on services mm-hmm. to, to mm-hmm. watch um, and just had, you know, yeah, utilized my phone storage space for a lot of downloads, like you know, <laughs> downloading from streaming services so that I yeah. have it because that was a very long plane ride. over. <laughs> so I had plenty to watch. So, yeah. 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 Yep. Got caught up on a lot of that stuff, like Dungeons and Dragons movie, things like mm-hmm. that. We're going to speak about that a little in a little bit, but uh yeah, other than, you know, the big elephant in the room, speaking about the, the trip, hmm. which will be coming up, I'll, I'll kind of cover that, the goods and the bads um, coming up. Uh, that's okay. all about it for me, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Jess, as we said, we, you've had a, uh, a birthday and, and Mother's Day. I did, the, yeah. This past week, and you have some stuff you want to show off. Yeah, why not? Go ahead. So, um, let's see, for my birthday this year, So, you know, I'm all about vintage and I have kind of fallen into more of the um, vintage kitchenware kind mm-hmm. of things. Um, so I have the ah. 1984 wow. FTD mug <laughs> there. Oh, yeah. Make me big. There we go. <laughs> there you go. You This has popped up. Um, I see a lot of these people. Um, the weird secondhand finds Facebook page is yes. fantastic and a lot of people you know are out looking for these and they can find them you know they people find these at their thrift stores or at yard sales and i haven't been so lucky so mm. i kind of told brock i was like just putting it out there i've always wanted one of these coffee mugs so and you need to get one for your wife Bo, because i know she likes yeah. rainbows yeah she loves rainbow so that was like part of her her mother's day gift stuff she likes it's you know <laughs> yes yeah. i'll look for that she would love that and this actually um Shows up in Stranger Things. Uh, Miss, there is a scene with uh, Miss Wheeler drinking coffee out of these in a scene from Stranger oh, Things. Oh, wow. So, yeah. I'll have to go back and catch that one. 
That's um, an awesome mug. I like. Yeah, that I mean, know, it's a cool mug. It, isn't it nice? I love it. It's so cheerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Then I got a little pen here. Um, Anna pen. <laughs> nice. I saw that on the the, ah! the, the, the like. Ah! There. Yeah. I know it's kind of shiny, it's but it's chocolate. her. Yeah, it's her in the coronation dress. You know, holding a piece of chocolate. It says mm, chocolate. So there's another pen for the collection. And so I can be very stylish this summer and uh, support the store that I love so much. I have the. Oh, I saw that. Yes. I have the that is excellent. Hawaii, Hawaiian that shirt. Is, that is excellent. Has this. Man, that'll look good on you. Wow. Yeah. It's very colorful. It's very summer looking. It's pretty cool. So now I have a I have a Bucky's Hawaiian <laughs> shirt to add to the collection. A very now. colorful. Yeah. Very stylish. Very stylish. Very great. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very Bucky's. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've kind of gotten to the, I don't know, the Hawaiian shirt kind of craze. Um, I finally yeah. scored my Birmingham Bulls Hawaiian shirt this year. And it, as it turns out, it looks like we are going to be going to the Birmingham Barons game this year where they'll be doing Hawaiian shirts. Oh, so nice. I'll finally get my. <laughs> I hope the Barons win. Good night. They have been struggling. Yeah, I've been following their results on Twitter. They've been having a rough season. Look at that. Man, that looks great. I figure, hey, why not? I'll just go ahead and... That that would go perfect with those Shrek swim trunks I saw it. (laughs) 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 Yes. So, um, Mother's Day, real quick. Um, Again. No, it's not real quick. It's been all day. Well, (laughs) (laughs) no, I meant real quick for gifts for Mother's Day. Um, So in keeping with the theme of vintage coffee mugs, there is another coffee cup that a um, FTD put out. It is the the big. I don't remember that one, but that's awesome. So, yes. Apparently it was featured in uh, True Detective. True Detective. Yeah. With Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. There you go. So I didn't know that till I started looking for the mugs. I'm like, oh, okay, everybody's buying this one because of True Detective. Well, I didn't buy it for that reason. I just because it's another vintage FTD mm-hmm. mug. I, I haven't paid attention, but is FTD even still around? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, actually, they are. Yeah. Right, up for uh, for Valentine's Day, that's who I ordered uh, her flowers through. Like the last one I remember physically seeing was you know, oh, back a uh, corner five points of Tuscaloosa. They used to have one there. And like, I think when they had some weather, come, well, I think over development time, it's been gone a long time, but I remember the big FTD sign there. Mm-hmm. So thanks. Thanks to you, honey, for my ever growing coffee mug collection. Thanks for supporting that habit for me. Uh, you're welcome. That's the one thing you didn't need more of. Just like right. action figures and me, but we buy each other these things all the time. So the collections just grow. We all have our thing, so right? The question uh, I have for you though, Jess, is that did you try out the rainbow mug yet? Because you know, it could oh, be yeah. activated and have a Demi Gorgon behind it or something. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I drink out of this cup pretty much. Well, my birthday was Tuesday the 10th. So for the rest of the week at work, okay. I, I drink out of this, so I can I can affirm that yeah I can confirm that yes there was no demogorgon you're, that popped up there. You're, you're going to sit me down a rabbit hole now looking at vintage mugs on eBay. I forgot. Sorry. Hey. I'm so so sorry. Uh, also for <laughs> Mother's really. Day. Yeah. I got Ooh. a uh, an a new band for my Apple Watch. It's Mandalorian. It's the got the image of Luke with Grogu on it. 
So they got that for Mother's yeah, Day. It's got Luke's X-Wing on the other band. And then I got this. Yeah, there's a story behind this. This is called The Tiny Book of Grogu. Oh. Now, you see the size of my hand here. Oh. Uh, so, that's Sir Din Grogu to you? Yeah, okay. that's right. <laughs> Sorry, I have, no, I have no banana for scale. So you'll have to just <laughs> see how it fits in the palm of my hand. So and she has small hands, so you know that thing's yeah. tiny. Yeah. So look at this. Look at this little book. This is so cute. It's got quotes and pictures mm -hmm. and stuff from the man. Well, that is adorable. Yeah. yeah, I thought the book was going to be a lot bigger when I bought it. It's <laughs> in the scale. tiny book of Grogu, and I'm like, okay, that's fine. It's like it's got pictures, and I'm uh -huh. like, oh, this will be great. And then it arrived. I'm like, this is like a Christmas stocking <laughs> stuffer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then someone, somebody at the factory is going, why is someone ordering Christmas stocking stuffers? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the tiny little book for Grogu, not yeah, of Grogu. Exactly. It would, it would be fine for him. Well, I tell Brock, I, I think it's absolutely, <clears throat> excuse me, I think it's absolutely perfect for me. He's always commenting on, you know, that I'm short and I'm mm. tiny and mm -hmm. I'm midgy. So I have a, <laughs> have a tiny book of Grogu, which is absolutely <laughs> precious. Yep. So. Yeah, lots of um, uh, lots of great little gifts there. Thank you very much, Brock. You're welcome. You uh, you have a wonderful love language of gift giving. Yeah, you do. I try. My my uh, my language is much louder than my budget sometimes. <laughs> um. Well, you know, that's life. And also, hey, yep. it's uh, it's you know, it's the mo it's the heart that you put into it also that makes it all the more special for me. Because you you definitely know me. I never have to worry about what I'm getting from Brock. He he knows me. He knows what I love. He just knows what makes me happy. And uh, so yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, oh, you're welcome, baby. Um, so also for my birthday, we went out to eat, and then we went to go see Guardians of the Galaxy three. We're not going to review it. We're yeah. We're this is not a review. No. But I will say that. I mean, I I enjoyed it. It was good. Um. The storyline is a is a touch on the you know well I mean, says I, I say darker but the theme is a little more uh, it's it's not as playful as the last right. two movies lighthearted more grown up yeah 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 I mean is, is James a Gunn trying to sabotage Marvel now yeah pretty much. <laughs> well <laughs> the last one he's he's out the door so this yeah, is the last one it's a it it really is a good movie mm -hmm. but at the same time like she said it's not. They're ending the Guardian story. I mean, that's not a secret. Yeah. That's, that's the way it's been promoted. But uh, they do end the Guardian story, and it is it is certainly the weakest of the three. Yeah, there's not as I mean, there's some good there's well, some good laughing moments and some little touch of uh, you know comedy in there. But it's not it's many. not it's not as lighthearted and uh, comedic as the other two. Always, the big I guess question. That's the best way to put it. The soundtrack. That's always been the big part of the movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I will say I've I've listened to the soundtrack too. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen the movie, and it, it will most likely be one that waits till Disney Plus probably to see. But uh, the soundtrack, I didn't think it was as good as the first two. It's, it's not, good. but it's not bad. Yeah. Right. It's not bad. Well, I mean, James Gunn. If there's anything that guy knows how to do, is how to pick music. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He really should be like a just that. That should be like his role. Yeah. You know, well, the, the music. music. The music cues were were as good as they have been in the in the previous movies. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I've I've liked, of course, much like the movie, I like the soundtracks to the first two better than the third, but the third is not bad either. Mm -hmm. 
and and the um the ending song was was one that kind of brought me i hadn't thought about in a long time and when i heard it i was like oh dude you know mm-hmm. yeah so yeah I, I was out listening to this the reason i know is i was i was out listening to the soundtrack while i was tilling in my front yard <laughs> <laughs> i've already I, I, heard I, I, it. And I've already I was out there peeling up the taters out in the front yard. You know? I, know, I, I have that. I have that same feeling too. I'm outside mowing the lawn. I'm like, you know what? I bet Metallica really had in mind for listening. You know, to <laughs> you, know, you know, battery while I'm out here weed eating. You good know? good grass cutting music. <laughs> yes. You know, Metallica, Pig Destroyer, Anthrax. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mega Death. All the other. <laughs> for those about to hoe. Yes. We salute you. But I do want to say though, prior prior to the movie starting uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry it's we're anyway. growing up that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, so prior to the movie starting we did catch oh. the um, the most recent flash trailer on the screen on the IMAX screen it's the- seeing that in IMAX oh, seeing that trailer oh. in IMAX amplified that movie tenfold mm-hmm. for me yeah yeah so yeah just wanted to throw that out there too primo primo way to view that trailer by the way yeah are they truly <laughs> trying to de-emphasize the what's that dude that plays a flash what's his name ezra, ezra miller. miller yeah are no, they are they trying the trailer. to emphasize him in the trailer no he's all over the trailer yeah. i mean he's okay. yeah yeah, yeah. No, and, and if you watch the Flash television show, I mean, you, that storyline follows, uh, oh. you know, Barry trying to get his parents mm. and everything. Yeah. And trying to yeah. save his parents and bring them back or whatever. It's but, it's a variation of Flashpoint, so it's, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. With a bigger yeah. budget. Yeah. Yeah, much bigger budget. But, at, mm-hmm. you know, Ezra, I mean, there could be a whole topic on that guy. But, you know, the fact that, you know, we were wanting to see Michael Keaton as Batman and Batgirl. And they just completely yeah. kicked that movie to the curb after yeah. it was finished. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, I know Ezra's got his faults for sure, uh, but I'm happy that they're going through this so we can at least get Michael Keaton back. I think that's the only reason why they didn't shelve it, because they invested so right. much in it for, with, with Keaton. Yeah. This See, is Michael Keaton's renaissance, man. We're going to have yeah. Beetlejuice too. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, that's wild. I mean, mm-hmm. Jenna Ortega is now like our 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 new age like goth goddess now she's, well, she's our, like she's our new she, winona she, she's yeah. this generation's winona writer yeah mm-hmm. yeah nothing sure. wrong with that no no nothing at all it works for her I mean, so we got season two of wednesday coming out here pretty soon so yep. yeah can't wait for that mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so anything else honey oh um yeah <laughs> hey we also uh <laughs> we also made a decision that hey we're gonna go see matchbox 20 Oh, nice. Dude, <laughs> dude, this past week, uh, Live Nation and Ticketmaster uh, for select concerts. Oh, yeah. The, the... 25 bucks a ticket, yeah. and that's fees included. Mm-hmm. It was a flat 25 bucks. And I had been, I've not seen Matchbox 20 uh, since I met them backstage 20 years ago. Uh, what what lawsuit calls. are they trying to settle? Yeah. No. <laughs> they've been, they've been, they've been doing this. They've been doing it a lot since the last, like, I want to say since everything kind of opened back up, they've been doing them ever so often. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So on June 27th, they're going to be at Oak Mountain Amphitheater. And I, we have not bought tickets because it was going to be an expensive show, but then they dropped that and a flat 50 bucks were going. Yeah. So it's, I'm going to be honest. I saw that and I thought it was, it was, they were telling me that, that I could buy parking. 
No. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, this looks like a parking pass. <laughs> I can assure and you. I, it's I didn't not. think anything of it. So I guess I'll go look and see if uh, there's any. Yeah, see if there's, I, I think they're doing it for a couple more days mm-hmm. from tonight. Yeah. I think, okay. yeah, I think it's still being advertised. Um, no, yeah, we th- just no, kind of th- made that decision. Hey, we're, we're going to go this and it'd be just a couple, well, week or so after we see Food Fighters. So twenty five dollars a ticket. Oh my God! I mean, yes. you're, you're you're sitting in the you're you're sitting in the back rows, mm-hmm. but who cares? Who cares? Yeah, for yeah. twenty five bucks, I don't care. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what was, now, if it was like you know, I've tried to get some tickets to some other concerts, and they were trying to stick me in the back for three hundred dollars. Well, then they well, yeah. yeah, 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 Aerosmith. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely not going to see uh, Aerosmith on their farewell tour because. Uh, um, I'm not paying 300 bucks for nosebleeds. Yeah. Those prices are yeah, stupid. Yeah. As much as I like Aerosmith, the, the, the prices are stupid. Mm-hmm. I've seen them a few times in concert. I'll, I'll be good. I'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we got our movie tickets for the little mermaid. Mm-hmm. Durr. Yeah. Like, who wouldn't Durr. figure that? For <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. You're going to see little mermaid. Shocking. Uh, wow. Whoa. Oh my yeah, gosh. We're going a uh, night before official opening night to see. Oh, that's what two weeks from now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, yep. that close. Wow. Mm-hmm. Cannot wait. I am. I am stupidly excited for this. I the the closer it gets, and again seeing the trailer in IMAX when we saw Guardians this past week was yeah. like, mm, that looks beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's 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 wild. Like outside of the oddball characters, it's to me it's the be- it's just from the trailer itself. It's one of the better looking live action adapt- yeah. adaptations. I love that they even got Flounder look go- like goofy. I mean, if you just look at the way he looks, I mean, he looks like a you know, yeah. like a flounder, but he looks goofy. Yep. Um, just it, it, I, they did so far from the animation, they did a phenomenal job. And I know I'm probably not the only person here who has this concern, but I just hope Melissa McCarthy sticks with the character and doesn't. Melissa McCarthy. It. I think she will be. So far, everything that I've seen and heard, she's been phenomenal mm-hmm. as okay. Ursula. That's good. So, I, fin- I, fingers I crossed. I don't think we're gonna. I I strongly feel we're we're not gonna have that concern. Well, I mean, look, it, it, Will Smith even put his own spin on the genie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he put his own flavor on it, but it was tasteful. Yeah, it was. It wasn't yeah. terrible. She doesn't at all. do tasteful. No. With that thing. So that's kind of what I'm worried about. Yeah. yeah. So, hopefully not. Uh, yeah, Disney probably kept her in check. No, I'm with sure. this one, especially as beloved as this is. Mm-hmm. So cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Uh, anything else before we head into our uh, jokes and southern words and <laughs> southern words? So we're moving past the appetizer into the the opening entrees, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which i will say um in certain parts of the world they're kind of triggered on how we use entree in america because in america we tend to say you know, a lot of times places will actually refer to your entree as like the main course mm-hmm. like your entree and it's not entree is like literally like supposed to be what you would do the appetizer mm-hmm. and then the main is the main course so ah. the, the, I was getting this like low level education is like, you guys do it wrong over there. And I'm like, but who landed on the moon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take that. Yeah. yeah. 
Sorry, uh, I'll eat my main course with all the freedom ringing in my ears. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, me. And it was exactly 553,000 feet away, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we don't need your kilometers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, me. Well, all right. Well, we will wrap up the intro. And Jess, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. She is ready as she can be for the. The Bama Geeks Southern Words and Phrases. Hello. We'll begin with the Yeah. What she's got. And I don't even really remember what she's got. What you what you got? Well, I, I was today's Mother's Day as we're recording this. We're recording this on Mother's Day. So I was just trying to, you know, think of a a phrase that a mother would use. And I'm, you know, a southern I, now me and Brock had some discussion. We don't really know if this is, you know, southern origin, but I have heard this phrase several times. Uh, I've also spoken this phrase to my <laughs> child a couple of times in his lifetime. Oh, if you're a parent, you've said this a yeah. lot. Oh, yeah. To, so, to your kids. So my my Southern phrase for this episode is, act like you've got some sense. So when you hear the translation of this phrase is, you better behave. <laughs> or or more or less behave better than what you're doing right now. Um, so if your mother is ever to ever says this phrase to you, boy, you have made a mistake. <laughs> so boy, act like you've got some sense. Reminds me of Stanley from the office. Boy, have you lost yeah. your mind? Cause I hope I, you find it. And I think, I think one of the, the better ways to say it is I, I've heard it once before is with clenched teeth. Like, boy, act like you've got some sense. Boy, act like you've got some sense. Uh, exactly. You gotta, you, go. you gotta, you gotta have that little bit of a clenched jaw there. That's right. That's one you say, you know, yeah. With your teeth, you know, you know, clenched together and that yep. look and that finger, <laughs> finger too. Yep. Boy, act like you've got some sense. Oh, ooh. Ooh. Ooh, you can tell she's had some practice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got that sense. Are, I when you when you are a parent of a boy, yes, you say that more often than you do. I yes. think when you when you have a girl, I could be mistaken. No, but. no, I, I'm I'm going to agree okay. with you on that because my daughter is you know she's not a perfect angel, but awfully close. <laughs> but. uh <laughs> Yeah, I still to this day look at my son and go, hmm, mm. man, what, what? <laughs> so there you go. There you go. Very nice. Very, very All good. All right. Well, as he returns from down under, mm-hmm. he comes from a land down under. Do we yeah. have dad jokes from down we under? Do, we do have a dad joke, but this time we're not doing these. Oh. I have an Australian themed dad joke. Yes! Not only is it Australian yes! themed, not only is it Australian themed, it is geeky. Oh, you guys ready? Okay. You guys ready? nice. So Chris Hemsworth is from Australia mm-hmm. and Thor is from space. Does that make Chris an Australian and Thor an Australian? Like, like alien Australian? <laughs> Australian. Australian? Oh, it's, oh. it's hard to say. I read it well. It was like an Australian? Oh. Is it an Australian? An Australian? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> to, that was one I had to think about. I actually had to, yeah. All right, all right, all right. I'll do one more. Okay. I, I got I to save myself from that because I swear it read better than I was able to say it. All right. 
All right. A British man is visiting Australia. A man at customs asks him, do you have a criminal record, sir? British man replies, I didn't think you needed to get one to be in Australia anymore. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> hey, hey, I can confirm that Australians even joke about that still. So it's, it's okay. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's a spicy one. <laughs> wow. Uh, I promise we'll go back to the books next week, guys. But, you no, know, no, no, it's no, Australia. Okay. That was good. That was good. It's all on my oh. brain. There you go. No, we appreciate that, man. Move us around there. <laughs> Hollywood Squares. <laughs> oh, very nice. Well, um, before we hop into Adventures from Australia, um, we were talking uh, in the pre-show about things we had been catching up on, and Kevin had mentioned several things that he had been watching. And one of the things that uh, that three out of the four of us have seen is uh, the new Dungeons and Dragons movie. Uh, we're not gonna we're not doing any spoilers or anything else like that. We just wanted to briefly give uh, our thoughts on it. And uh, Kevin, you hit the nail on the head. That mm-hmm. movie was much better than it should have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are you guys? Um, I mean, I, I think you. I reference this in our Patreon portion, but are you familiar with a German director? His name is Uwe Boll. Um, he took advantage of um, some subsidies that the industry had at one point to make some of the most horrible video game adaptations of all time. Uh, his House mm-hmm. of the Dead. Uh, it was uh, everything he did was. <laughs> he said. He made a statement at one point, I hate video games. So he did, he intentionally tried to make them as absolutely horrible as possible. What a joke. And when I first saw this trailer, I was like, is Yui Bowl back? Mm-hmm. It looks, it looks so bad. I was like, it's going to have Chris, it's going to have an all-star cast in it. But it looks, it's like, what can they do with this? And the trailer looks so cheesy. Mm-hmm. But then you get into the movie and the movie is cheesy, but it works. Oh, and it's, it's so, good. so yeah. freaking good. Yeah, because seeing the trailer ahead of time, I was like, eh. eh yeah, it, it was eh. one of those, okay, maybe on a rainy day. Yeah. Which, uh, a couple of weeks ago, my kids were up here, and my daughter was just like, I was like, what do you guys want to do this weekend? We didn't have anything planned. And she's like, can we just go to the movies? And I was like, yeah, what do you want to go see? And so we just ultimately decided, you know what? Let's just bite the bullet and go see Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. uh, just for the heck of it. And wow, yeah, um, that was a complete surprise. Yeah, at how good it was and funny, yeah. very funny, very funny, very funny. Mm-hmm. So it's it's taken me and our friend rookie David Rookie Rayleigh um, <laughs> has been after me for years to play Dungeons and Dragons. I had a friend in high school that wanted me to get into Dungeons and Dragons, and I played it a couple of times uh, over at his house and didn't really get into it then. Um, you know, and, and back in the eighties and early nineties, I mean, Dungeons and Dragons, especially here in Alabama in the Ooh, South was a yeah. no, no, it was the yeah. devil's game. <laughs> and mom, you know, when I, I meant, I remember in high school mentioning that to her that, you know, Hey, over at, uh, over at my friend's house, we, we played Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, she lit into me. <laughs> That's the only gateway drug that's stronger than marijuana. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I never tinkered with Dungeons and Dragons, never really enjoyed it. I didn't even, you know, get into like role-playing games and stuff like that until I was in the air force when Ultima online came on, came around. Um, and Could I gave you imagine that a try. playing D and D with, with Dave, with, uh, with rookie though. 
Oh, oh my gosh. I started. I had a character sheet. I made a character sheet. And it just, things things during that time of life were not ideal for me to actually enjoy life a whole lot. I'll just put it that way. Um, So I tried one or, I, I tried once and it just didn't work. And then, of course... Rook goes off to, he's now living in Orlando, so I, I can't play with him or whatever else. Um, but, you know, we talked about during the uh, the episode, uh, the last episode where we went to uh, Huntsville, mm-hmm. uh, to the con up there, and I was sort of looking for dice, and this is before we'd seen the movie. And I was like, I, I may tinker with this. This movie sucked me right in yeah. to, to wanting to play. I've started rewatching the old 80s cartoons. Uh, on YouTube, um, I started buying the figures and collecting the the <laughs> dice with those. And you know, uh, for my birthday, I've asked for like the starter set that you can buy at the Target in the board game section mm-hmm. and stuff. So now, now this movie caused me to get on a kick, <laughs> and what? thankfully, it's not an well, expensive kick. <laughs> well, the thing is, is like, um. You know, kind of watching a movie. I don't know a lot about D and D. I haven't mm-hmm. never been partaked in a game. I've, I've, I'm, I'm kind of the same boat as you, Brock. It's like I know, and I'm watching the movie, and I'm like, that smells like an inside joke. I would get that if right. I knew D and D. I could right. tell. I'm gonna laugh because I don't get it fully, but it seems like it's really funny, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Which, so there was a lot of that sprinkled throughout the movie. Where like, if you played the game, you'd be like, ha, yeah. that happened to me in the game, or something like that. You know. But the nice thing about the movie is you don't need to know the game to to mm-hmm. enjoy the movie. Right. That right. was nice. Yeah. I hope that they make a sequel to it. I, I Chris they... Pine as a bard was insane. Oh, uh, so good. That he was so freaking good. <laughs> I love Chris Pine. So yeah. I'm, you know, and I, I'm glad that, you know, he, that he's part of this movie because he's, he did a really good job with it. Yeah, they all did. All the mm-hmm. actors did. Yeah. I think Michelle had like Rodriguez no combat was. skills whatsoever, but we just pull this loot out and start playing it. <laughs> if you've uh, if you've seen the movie, and not to spoil anything, but the the graveyard scene—that's all I'm going to uh. say. And you oh know, yeah, that graveyard scene—it just it owned me. It was. Oh yeah. So, I'm mean, not not going to go into it. Not going to spoil anything. But if you've no. seen the movie, you know what I'm go talking see it. about. Yeah. Well, see. it's it's out on digital now. Mm-hmm. It's it's leaving the theaters, but you can buy it now on digital. Yeah. And I I normally we normally don't buy physical copies of movies anymore. That's coming home. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm getting a physical copy of that one. Yeah. That's how good that movie was. And I'm just gonna put this out there: if anybody listening purchased the popcorn bucket from AMC, and <laughs> and you want to part with it, I would like to pay you what AMC charged you for the bucket. Not gonna happen. Is that the one that's like the D20? Yeah. 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 Brock mentioned, he, well, he even mentioned one in the popcorn bucket before we'd even seen the movie because, you know, it's like he's kind of taken a liking to the dice and he's mm-hmm. like, that popcorn bucket's really cool. Well, of course, they're sold out on AMC, its website, um, and, and at the theater. And at the theater. So, Brock is taking Did you just look on eBay? That's a lot for a popcorn bucket. Which price are you seeing right now? Uh, top, uh, top three, 270, 295, mm-hmm. 295. Yeah. Ooh, for a popcorn. No, I, I found one for about half that price, mm-hmm. but I do not want to pay more than a hundred bucks for a popcorn bucket because <laughs> they, they sold them for $35. What I'm hoping is they're going to re that we're mm-hmm. going to restock them on AMC site. Like they, it took them a while to, re, to restock the Ectomobile. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm holding out for that. But if, if, if that doesn't happen, I'm not paying 
I refuse for a popcorn bucket. I refuse to pay that. I'll just, I'll enjoy my oversized die that came with, uh, <laughs> with Dungeon Master and Venger, Venger, uh, from, uh, the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon, the, the Target exclusive, uh, figures. Yeah. So just from y'all, <laughs> y'all's talking about this movie, this sounds very like one of those, like, it sounds very, very eighties and nineties. They took a chance with the property and it actually mm-hmm. wound up yes. people enjoying it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I th- the- I, it look it, it kind of looked like even the, probably the director and it, it, everybody was probably really surprised at just how well it turned out, like how mm-hmm. well the, how well the characters meshed together, how well the mm-hmm. actors did together. Everything about the movie just feels like, I'm willing to bet if you were on set, it was just magical. Like the whole yeah. thing was just magical. It just has that feeling to yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, just like I said, watching the movie, it, it just made it, it was fun. It was good. It was yeah. fun. Yeah. It just, it felt yeah. really good to be there watching the movie and to come away with, you know, like I said, having fun. And again, no spoilers, but if you, if you see the, if you saw like the final trailer heading, heading into it, mm-hmm. you can see uh in the background of the arena scene the characters from the 80s cartoon mm-hmm. yeah I've, um, they're in there and they get a little bit more playtime in the movie than you would think yeah oh that's cool that's yeah cool. Mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. uh both my kids are definitely not familiar with if i'm not familiar with dungeons and dragons my <laughs> kids definitely aren't uh but they they both adored it mm-hmm. they they were walking out of the movie going that was not what we expected. That was awesome. That was fun. Yeah. But I was sitting there during the, you know, during the movie when there's the, the uh, cartoon characters showed up and I'm like, okay, that's Hank. That's Diana. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm getting to, to point them out because I have a vague recollection of them now, but uh, I'm, I've definitely got the, uh, this first wave of D and D cartoon figures uh, that's coming out. And I think in August uh, Hasbro is releasing the, the next wave of them. Mm-hmm. I, I just want them to do. I, I want them to do another D and D movie, like a, a sequel to this, and make the villain be Vecna. That would be so funny. <laughs> yeah. That would be so funny because because of Stranger Things. <laughs> no, here's Vecna for real. And I mean one of one of the characters in there, you kind of get the feeling that he might have been Vecna. Uh, um, in there, I, I, you know what I'm talking about when they were in the. When he was talking to the other, like the red wizard, and yeah, that, I was like, yeah, looks like yeah. Vecna, but it turned out it's not Vecna. I was like, oh god, of, this is probably worse. I was kind of seeing, I was honestly seeing if there was going to be anything mentioned, the word Vecna was going to be mentioned in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Vecna, Demi Gorgons, any of those yeah. other things, you know, that are all D&D. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people don't realize that that's what, you know, if you, if you, if it's been so long, I mean, God, how long has Stranger Things been going on? It's really easy to forget that a lot of this stuff. You know, these, these yeah. villains mm-hmm. originated with D&D. That's all D&D yep. villains. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. So, yeah. If, if you haven't had a chance to see Dungeons & Dragons, it comes with a stamp of approval from all of us. It yeah. really does. It's all of us that have seen it. <laughs> but would approve, too, I'll, if he saw it. I'll, I'll pick it up. I'll pick it up either on physical or whenever they drop it yeah. on Max. It's like I said, you should. Yeah, they've got it out now. It's starting to come out. So you yeah. should be able to do that very soon. Super good movie. Mm-hmm. Super fun movie. Yeah. yeah. Just fun. And it just feels good to have a movie like that, just to go mm-hmm. see a movie that you just have fun with and walk away, you know, with that with that feeling. Yeah. I mean, look what it did for me. I mean, now I'm starting to buy things. <laughs> I've actually, I, yeah. I've got all the movie figures, what they've released so far, sitting in my Amazon cart mm-hmm. waiting for the prices to drop. <laughs> because all the, all, the, uh, all the cartoon D&D figures, uh, when they first came out, I mean, they were 25 a piece, except for that dual set from 
that was exclusive to Target of Dungeon Master and, and Venger, uh, that was 50 bucks. And then our local Target dropped them in half. Mm-hmm. And I snagged them up yeah. you know, for half price and saved a whole bunch of money. So that's what I'm waiting on for these movie figures. But mm-hmm. I definitely want them. That's a Brock is a gateway drug. Pretty soon you're going to be playing with the devil's dice. He's got the. <laughs> Let's roll, baby. Right here. Look at that. Right there. Hey. I'm ready. Yeah. Get all Yo, of your stuff. Mama's <laughs> rolling over her grave. Yeah. Yeah, get that 800-pound, get that 100-side die that Oliver got. No, no for. kidding. Boy. That, he hasn't dropped it on his foot yet, has he? <laughs> well, not, not that he's told me, so. He dropped it at Huntsville. I think he made a thud. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, one of the things that keeps coming up on my, my, uh, like my feeds uh, for like TikTok and stuff is, like, I didn't even realize, but there's actually a D1 that exists in, in uh, Dungeons & Dragons that's just like mm-hmm. a, it's you like literally dropping it. It always lands on one because yeah. it's a one. <laughs> so oh, there's actually a, a D one that exists. Oh, I re- I got to show you this. I, I'll, be, I'll be remiss if I didn't show you this. I, I'm going to have to get up. You guys. Exactly. I'm going to get my D one. Hang on. <laughs> no, it's, but it's close. I'll be right Nerd. Back. <laughs> yeah. D one looks like, it looks like a little, uh, a stick of chalk. With like the ends kind of lobbed off at an angle, and you just like drop it, and it just lands on one. Oh, that's time. funny. I'm, yeah. I'm more, I'm more intrigued to play Dungeons and Dragons thanks to the Ghostbuster game because now I got to generalize oh, yeah. what it's mm-hmm. supposed yeah, to be it's... like. So now that's kind of opened my horizons. Right. So I got to show you this. <laughs> this one, I'm really ready to play Dungeons and Dragons because I got Cobra dice. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, no. Nice. Oh, that's nice. right. Yeah. <laughs> They've got nice. the co- from GI Joe. They got the Cobra emblem, but that that coin right there. It's a D2. So oh. it's like the heads and tails. Okay. Yeah. But I'm, I, I'm telling you, Brock, because yeah, he's I'm, really. I've gone in. He's taken a love oh, to the God. dice and then seeing the movie, <laughs> and now it's progressing. Yeah. So, yeah. My husband, he. He 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 got a he got a gnarly love of the dice. Yeah, the dice. Yeah. Pretty soon we were living on the street. <laughs> he got a love of the dice. We were a, a D twelve to see where our next apartment would be. <laughs> and I and I could totally age myself, Brock and I. And you said that was a D two. I'm like, man, that is an awesome looking pog. Yeah. <laughs> that slammer, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, maybe maybe we we can all gather together in person at mm. some point in time. Maybe we can, uh, you well, know, look into the whole because we all need to. This is something we could all learn yeah. together and and look yeah. at something that's new to all of us. Yeah, so. I'm. Well, I, I mean, I'm look, telling you, the, the the good thing about that Ghostbusters game mm-hmm. is, you know, you it's kind of an entry level mm-hmm. because yeah. you know, you don't I'll have familiar- to have a dungeon master. The game does it for you. It already has the the scenario pre done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Whereas in D anD D, you've got to make your scenario, which makes it even cooler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, like Bo and I, we're we're semi friends with Mark Mir. Yeah. Um, the uh, you know, who did the voice for Commander Shepard in in Mass Effect, and Mark is one of the premier dungeon masters. Yeah. Which. Uh, Knowing how he is and his performance, I could see where he is incredible. Yeah, because he's he's an improv master. He yeah. he's so good. He does a lot of improv comedy with you know Colin Mockery and and guys like that. Um, Which you need to be. Mm-hmm. You need you need that to be able to to roll with with a bit of D and D dungeon master because you always get some jerk in there like me that's like 
that always does the thing that you didn't think of in your, in your scenarios. Yeah. That's like, pull my like... pants down and then run through the, 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 the room naked or something like that, you know? <laughs> He's like, all right, uh, I guess we can roll a D2 for that one <laughs> to see if it succeeded. <laughs> well, during, during the pandemic, uh, when Dragon Con went virtual in 2020, mm-hmm. uh, Mark, I, I remember we were down at our friend Chris's house in, uh, in Opelika, Jess and I were, and we were down there uh, watching some of those panels, and we pulled up Mark hosting a, a virtual Dungeons and Dragons mm-hmm. round. That's when Colin Mockery was in, wasn't it? I mm, okay. I, I can't was, remember. Okay, I'm but to... uh, but yeah, Mark was was doing participant. It was it was a Zoom D and D session, mm-hmm. and he was the dungeon master, and it was just magnificent to watch. That's what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to see if we can line it up with Rook, something Zoom to get involved, to figure out some, because I'm telling you, he is probably, he's screaming at us right now. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, he has been I, dying for us to. I, I know that would be fun, but the thing is, that's like, person. I mean, seriously, that's like getting yeah. Rookie through a computer screen. You're only getting like yeah. 10% Rookie. You need 100% <laughs> Rookie for that. Yeah. And. I'm, I, I sent him a picture of, of the, the dice I bought up in Huntsville and he just, he just wrote back in big letters, love with hearts. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the, the movie has certainly uh, spurned an interest. Mm-hmm. And like I said, thankfully it's an inexpensive because all you need is paper and dice basically. And an imagination. Yeah. yeah which Lord knows I've got to work on that. <laughs> <laughs> which is funny. You, you know, I mean, think other things like tying into it, like uh, Ready Player One has a lot of elements it draws from D and D. I made me think of it. Sorry, my brain went there. Well, did anybody totally different subject? But when did anybody watch the um, what do they call it? Where the the king, the British king, became a king? Oh, the coronation. Coronation. I did. I I watched that. Nope. Did anybody else like saw he was holding the thing and it like it's a holy hand grenade? I did see that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, it's a thermal detonator. There's, Three, a, sir. there's only been one coronation in my lifetime I cared about that. And that was with Macho King Randy Savage. <laughs> the <other coronation laughs> never mattered. Look, I am a I I am a mark for British royalty. I'll I'll admit it. I, well, well, you're a child of the '80s, and a lot of ladies your generation, y'all, yeah, that's. I, I have interest in in the royal family and the history of the royal family. Uh, just that's just who I am. They're a yeah. bunch of pampered mascots. And um. I was uh, I was I was recently in the Commonwealth, so that was on. And the funny thing was was like no one cared down there. <laughs> like no one, no one cared. There was like nothing. Yeah, um, same way. I give a rip. They, about I mean, they, the they had, uh, and I'll speak a little bit about more more about it in a few. But they had when I first got there, they had Anzac Day, which is um, kind of like their Memorial Day that they really like. Everybody stops at noon and does nothing except salute. It was a big deal for them. But like the, the actual coronation, no, they didn't care. I didn't hear anything about it. Made me think before we get you too much off on your trip, since we're going to talk about royal families. Mm-hmm. Please tell me, acknowledge their true royal family, the the, the family of the Blue Healers. Is yes. That, is that the royal family of, 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 of down there? I know they're more I Australian. didn't hear about them much. Um, <clears throat> oh, that's but I, but But I was close to the studio that made it. Oh, Ludo. Um, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. I was, I was curious. I was going to bring that up, but okay, good deal. Mm-hmm. All right. They are, yeah, they are definitely the royal family down there for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I did see a lot of uh, a lot of posters for that, but more often than not, I saw like like digital posters for Starlink. 
everywhere down there. Mm. They had like this thing where it's like $1,200 for the equipment, but they didn't mark down to like 150 bucks just to get you to start. Yeah. 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 And that's like, you know, Australian dollars. So, you know, it's even cheaper. Um, Mm. If it were that same deal were here, it would be like, you know, hundred bucks. Jeez. You know, I saw uh, they're starting to sell Starlink in Home Depot. Um, wow. But not in Alabama because the service is not available. No. Nope. Here. The, the, pretty much the, 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 one of the more populated portions of the country doesn't have access to it still because they just can't handle it yet from what I understand. So yeah. I'm we'll sure see. it's probably a combination of that and probably some of the bigger telecom com- companies are kind of, you know, trying to get away from much of it on their territory. Yeah, you think Elon don't care about that? <laughs> he don't care. <laughs> I would, I would think Australia would be prime a prime target for Starlink, yeah. considering you know mm-hmm. who knows how many people are living in the outback, you know, mm-hmm. in that wide open space. Huh. Yeah, the the I can hit on it here in a few, but a yeah, I was gonna say we might as well just yeah yeah, yeah let's, let's, roll into, let's roll let's into do it, man. It. Let's roll into it. So yeah. just kind of since we kind of are rolling into it, I will say. Um, it's roughly 95% of the people in Australia live within a, like 20 miles of the shore line, whether it be all the way around wow. it. So th- there aren't very many people that live in the interior. It's, and there's mm-hmm. a reason for it. It's mostly desert. Mm-hmm. When I flew over a good portion of it, um, there's nothing there. There's just <laughs> nothing there. It's like Savannah. It's like, you know, you're like, I just teleported into um, Lion King or something, <laughs> you know, that's kind of what it feels like right through there. So, um, but uh, so, yeah, so for those who didn't know, I'm sure you, if you're a normal listener. I went to I did a dream trip to uh, Australia and New Zealand um, was about I was gone for 16 days. So, was, you know, roundabouts took vacation from work for about three weeks, um, which they were kind of like, go do it, man. And, you know, have <laughs> fun. But uh, flew from LAX to uh, to Auckland. And uh, immediately hopped from Auckland to Sydney and spent several days in Sydney. Um, got to go around, got to actually, um, I actually got a souvenir. I don't know how well you guys can see this. You probably won't be able to read what it says, but this is an actual bolt from the Sydney Harbor Bridge. Yeah. Um, like a rivet that they would have used uh, originally mm-hmm. there. Um, but it's just kind of a commemorative um, plaque. Um, and speaking of the Sydney Harbor Bridge, I walked up that thing. Okay, I actually mm-hmm. climbed it, oh. climbed up the top of the Sydney Harbor Bridge, went over and went back down. Not just that, in the rain. Oh, it was in the rain. We I popped my head up, and all of a sudden, um, uh, powers that be decided to turn on the sprinklers, and it was uh, <laughs> it was it was fun. Uh, they've got steps and stuff as you go up, but you look down and there's a river running down the uh, the beam. So if you have to up an image of the harbor bridge you can kind of imagine like uh, a bridge that just kind of crests and goes well, over this mm-hmm. kind of like an arc yeah um, i'm gonna say if you got yeah i was gonna say we got some pictures start yeah I, I you know i totally didn't prep pictures um yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm horrible <laughs> well <laughs> um about this but uh no yeah, we can feel free if you, if you guys want to pull some up and then show them while i'm talking that would be perfectly fine um but yeah um sydney itself uh i'll just hit on the australian culture um, from the limited amount of time I was there, uh, Australia is kind of a mix between American and British culture, mm-hmm. but they're more American than British. I mean, they're, 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 they're in the, the, the British Commonwealth. So you know, they drive on the wrong side of the road. Right. Um, and they have a lot of things that are very British. Their plugs are weird. Um, I had to have a, you know, a converter. Yeah, there we go. 
Yep. So that's what. So basically, on that city, the City Harbor Bridge, I started off on one of those big columns on the outside, mm-hmm. and then went across the bottom, came back, and then went up and to the very tip top of it where those flags are, and then uh, took a bunch of pictures, turned around, came back down. Um, <laughs> so I was up there when it was uh, pouring rain. It was about, I think they said it was roughly 650 calories that we burned. Ooh. Just just going through there, so it was a good solid. Yeah, that was a that yeah. was a, it's a workout. Get, Wish I had that. a Sydney Harbor Bridge. Yeah, <laughs> we have a walking track near the house. <laughs> yeah, but it's not the Sydney Harbor Bridge. Uh, no, but I'm not paying that much money just to go burn 650 calories. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I can. Um, I don't know if that's easiest, but I can pull up some. I can pull up some pictures here and share. Yeah, them you can as share. Well. Yeah. Um, either way, but um, yeah, I, 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 honestly, I didn't even think of think of that. I was just gonna, <laughs> just, just talking. Oh, sorry to throw you... that curveball in there. I yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, here, uh, here's here's actually one that I can share. It's gonna have some uh, some comments and stuff in it, so you guys don't uh, oh. don't be telling don't be telling on me here. But I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to present <laughs> on <the> public YouTube. <laughs> don't you tell? Don't you tell anybody, Ricky Bobby? Um, <laughs> let's see, share screen. Uh, select window or screen. Oh my gosh. Uh oh. Is it is this the right one? God, I hope so. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this this yeah. is uh this is me on top of the uh the uh, harbor bridge. And as you can see, the one of the most famous water uh watermarks, she's landmarks mm-hmm. in um in Sydney is behind me. Uh which yeah, I've got plenty house. of views of that from the side from the uh, I, I don't know what happened there but um yeah uh overall that was that was probably the highlight of sydney for me i got a chance to see a lot of the uh city life walk walk the city until my legs felt like they were going to fall off um and uh, there's a lot of um uh it's just the same as any big city there's a lot of you know under the city they've got uh i went into uh supermarkets they had there looked at all the, the really cool stuff that they had. They had all kinds of, you know, themed things that you would not normally see um, in America that I bought and brought home. I, I found some uh, Kit Kats that were uh, flavored with Tasmanian mint. Um, yeah. Oh, that I brought home. I've that? got like, I haven't tried them yet. I've got okay. like, uh, I've got a, I got a pound and a half of them here at the house. I brought home with me. It was like five <laughs> things of them that I brought home for like gifts and stuff. So, Oh, wow. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, um, Sydney was everything that I thought it was going to be and more. Uh, it's a phenomenal city. I am absolutely glad that I, I got to go and I got to spend more time in that city. Yeah. 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 I got to spend more time in that city than most other places. But after we, after I left Sydney, um, we flew to, um, it's a city called Ayers Rock, but um, Ayers Rock is that, that term is kind of being erased because Ayers Rock is kind of more of a colonizer's word. It's like, this guy's name's Ayers. This is his rock. The The official name of the monument is Uluru. Mm-hmm. Um, and this this is, you probably have seen pictures of it. Um, I'll have to see if I can find one of me at uh, Uluru, but uh, let's see. Oh, my God. Uh, so uh, Uluru is basically just a big sandstone rock in the pretty much in the middle of the uh, Australian desert hmm. um, has extreme cultural significance to the uh, Aboriginal people. Mm-hmm. Aboriginal people are one of the oldest 
cultures in the world. Um, they're right. over their cultures over 50,000 years old. Um, so you, you tend to take that, uh, uh, take that culture pretty seriously. Let me, uh, I actually found a picture. Let me share my screen real quick and then pray that I find the right, uh, tab. Um, and, and you guys can take a look at this, uh, add a stream. Mm -hmm. So, and I'll actually zoom in a little bit to kind of let you know. So, yeah, this is me posing in the background, and there's Uluru. I got much closer to Uluru than that. This is just um, on one of the days I was able to actually catch the sunrise mm -hmm. um, in the yeah. morning That's of beautiful. Uluru. It's an absolutely stunning monument. Um, I have tons of pictures of it, as you would as you would probably imagine. But um, as I kind of mentioned, um, not every part of the trip was rosy. Um, <laughs> we, when we got to Uluru, um, one of the first things we did, we went out with a, uh, on a bus and, uh, started driving around and it's got this big road that goes around it. And the thing is, is everybody else, you know, all of us, you know, living here in the States and anywhere else in the world that doesn't know this, Uluru has, it's, it's a rock. It has multiple sides to it, right? The side that we always see is that side you saw there where it was just the, that, silhouette we, anywhere you go and you look you're going to see that almost the exact same silhouette anywhere because it's facing that way for a reason mm -hmm. there are things on the back side of uluru that have a cultural significance to um the aboriginal people that they very directly ask you not to take any sort of video or, or photos of um so <laughs> this is where anybody that knows me knows that i am not a spiritual person mm -hmm. in any way um, but there was some weird stuff that happened on this, uh, on this particular tour that kind of started with Uluru. <laughs> we had some people on our, our, um, we had about 30 folks, 30, 35 folks with us, um, on our, uh, guided tour. And, um, some folks did not heed the advice and they took pictures of the backside of this and the backside of it. I will just go and spoil it for you. Mm. You can probably look it up and find out, but it's like a, it kind of looks like a skull. On the back side of it, that's kind of uh, naturally worn in from erosion. It really was, had no human intervention whatsoever. Mm -hmm. um, and as you could imagine, something that looks predominantly like that, it's pretty culturally significant to some people. So they don't like you taking pictures of it because they have the belief that, you know, that affects it. Mm -hmm. Somebody did. Um, There's so always one we, in the group. Uh, yeah. There were two in this group. I mean, <laughs> could totally name their names, but you know, I don't know. <laughs> oh my god, how dare you say anything? But um, so you know, I saw them taking pictures, and I was like, oh my gosh, oh man. All right, so we uh, finished the, the drive around, pulled up, and parked the 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 van. Everybody put their stuff down. We took what we needed, and we went and walked out, and um, just started looking. Um, at Uluru up close. I've got plenty of pictures. It actually has a nice little uh, a rainwater pond in it that you never would have thought would have ever been there. There's a lot of spots where you can see where the water runs down. It's absolutely beautiful. Something that I've never seen anything like it ever and probably never will again yeah. unless I decide to go back. But fast forward, we're coming back to the bus and um, I'm the first one in line coming back and I noticed some people that were right at the bus and then they started walking off. And then we get to the bus and realize our bus had been broken into. Oh. Huh. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> so they, uh, it turns out it was some um, uh, Aboriginal youths um, that had taken it upon themselves to break in and steal any um, 
any currency they could get a hold of. They even stole American dollars, which they said it was hilarious because they can't do anything with it. There's no currency exchange there. There's nothing, literally nothing they could do with it. <laughs> oh, um, wow. And they stole a lady's iPhone as well. It was oh. interesting because they called the number and the, the kids were singing on the phone. Oh. And they knew they were in trouble. And they were at the, the, the there's a cultural center not too far away from Uluru that you can actually, that the uh, Aboriginal ladies and men will go there and they will make artwork to sell. Um, that's how they make their money. Um, and these kids were at the cultural center. So it was really easy to find them. They knew exactly who they were. They just couldn't say it. Um, but it, they said it was very bold that they did that in daylight. This was yeah. like at like three o'clock in the day they did this. Mm. I did have a scare because my passport had been taken out of my backpack. And um, I thought I'd lost my passport. That was like the only thing that was taken out. But they were just looking for money in it because a lot of times people will put money yeah. in their passport. And they just threw it across the, the bus and I found uh. it. So it really, I didn't lose anything. We had some Good. people who did lose money. Um, we had some people who lost clothes. They stole um, uh, a couple of other clothing items. So that was not the start of the trip, but it was kind of like it happened right after that weird thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then we started having some other strange things that happened that weren't nearly as bad. Like, uh, I will tell you this. If you ever go to Australia, there are two uh, domestic airlines there of note. One of them is Qantas. Qantas is a very good airline. Um, they're like, they're, they're on par with Delta American. They're pretty good. They're they're a little more laid back on domestic flights than we are here. Made then there's Jetstar. Huh? <laughs> Made famous by Rain Man. By Rain Man, right? And then there's Jetstar. <laughs> Jetstar has a logo that looks like Rockstar's logo. Ah. Like the, the video game. Print. It literally looks just like it. You pull it up <laughs> and look at it. You look at it. You, yeah, it looks just like it. So Jetstar is Qantas's budget airline. So think Spirit Airlines but mm. worse. <laughs> so a lot of these little weird things with Uluru, we started attributing to that because we didn't get to leave Uluru when we were supposed to. We had to stay an extra day because our plane broke down. Mm. So imagine when we get our bus broken into, then our plane breaks down and we're starting to feel like we're in Hotel California. <laughs> uh. Like, Are they not going to let us leave? And, and of course we left the next day, but we missed one of our days in, in Cairns because we did uh, Cairns right after that. Um, so Overall, that was probably the other than some weirdness with how crappy Jetstar is. Um, Cairns, though, was beautiful. Kansas in the tropical north of uh, Australia. You got to remember, everything in Australia is backwards. So the further south you go, the colder it gets because hmm. you get close to Antarctica. Yeah. So right. it gets warmer the, the further north you, you get. And Cairns is almost as far north as you can get on the eastern seaboard of the continent. Um, so basically, Cairns felt like home to me it was pretty much the exact same temperature that it was here when i left maybe a little more humid which i know that's hard to believe for us alamamians it was actually more humid than it was here um but i did get to go to the great barrier reef um, oh nice but yes yeah. um I, I took a boat out to a island called the low isles which is right on the edge of the great barrier reef i got to see my first giant clam and those things are terrifying <laughs> is, it, is it the, the gig ass clam as they call them I don't know, but this is it's, it's, it's a term. Gigas, gigas. It's, it's I'm 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 on Animal uh, Crossing taught me that. Yes, uh, actually, no, that is no, no, that's not the same thing. No, this thing. Okay, look, I was out in Low Isles, and they had this whole thing. It's, I'm, look, I'm not much of a snorkeler. I had a bad experience with snorkeling. I don't do that. I don't do snorkeling, and I have a low level thalassophobia, which is a fear of things and unknowns in the water. So I, I pushed myself through it. 
I was like, I'm in Australia. I'm going to go to see the Great Barrier Reef. I want to see stuff. And then we get in this glass bottom boat, which I knew I'm safe as a boat, right? And they were floating over, and all of a sudden, I see a giant clam. And you look down, and you see its little rudimentary eyes looking at you. Yeah. And then it starts to close up. This thing, I kid you not, was the size of a couch. Wow. Oh, wow. It was terrifying, but awesome. And I saw three of them while I was on this glass. I actually got off the glass bottom boat. And then she said, sir, you need to get off. I was like, no, 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 I'm doing this again. I'm riding this again. So I rode it back to go the other direction, back to the catamaran that we came in on, and then rode it back to the shore. And I spent the majority of my time uh, um, just kind of tooling around there, picking up shells and and putting them back down because you can't take them out, um, just kind of looking at things. But I will say, um, if you ever do decide to go to Australia or New Zealand, bring sunblock because they <laughs> actually have a hole in the ozone above them. <laughs> there, and you will fry. Um, mm. you will, you will absolutely, fry. even with good, uh, sunblock on me, I was browning <clears throat> probably three times faster than I normally would. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so and that was that, just being there a couple of hours. You need that sunblock while they had in RoboCop where they're completely blue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put that stuff on you look like a Smurf. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I spent probably half my, half my time was in, in Australia. And the thing is, is anybody who knows me, I've talked about going to Australia for from the time I've been a kid. I mean, Brock and, and Bo in particular, Jess has heard a little bit of it, but Brock and Bo in particular have heard me talk about it. Like I probably heard me mention it a thousand times at this point. So they're probably like, good God, finally he's going. Um, but um, Australia was, in, was incredible. Until I flew to Middle Earth. <laughs> Let me tell you something, guys. We flew into Queenstown. We flew from Sydney to um, uh, Sydney to Christchurch, and then Christchurch to Queenstown. Yeah. Queenstown, you get out there, it feels like it's like a um, ski resort, but mm -hmm. it's a full town. And this place is a ski resort. Certain times of the year when it gets cold, uh, mm -hmm. we were just we were actually there in the off season, so it really wasn't that busy. Um, everybody's seen. Uh, just about everybody that's listened to this podcast, you've probably all seen Lord of the Rings. We've all seen it. Mm -hmm. And you know the majesty of just the, the uh, cinematography. Of yeah. every, every, that is New Zealand. That everything there, you, you, yeah. you, you almost get sick of it. You, everything is amazing. <laughs> you can't like you, uh, close your eyes and look. And it's like, unless you want to stare at a wall in a um, hotel room, that's New Zealand. I don't understand how these people live there and aren't like, like, bragging about it on the internet to everybody like you, know, you guys i mean you guys may have you know uh you know fr freedom or whatever you guys say over there like you know <laughs> yeah or, or or you know all your american stuff but um i have middle earth so yeah. uh, you know th this place was we went to milford sound and some of the most um iconic photos i took of the entire trip one is actually my cover photo on facebook that i can show you right now is actually from milford sound um, let me see if I can share this one again. So as you're pulling mm -hmm. it up, that just a note to the uh, government of New Zealand, that is now your official slogan for a t-shirt. It's so amazing. You might get sick of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 It's, uh, I would like to know what that feels like to be so just disgusted by the beauty that is <laughs> surrounding me. I mean, I really would like to understand that. <laughs> So oh, this will give you guys so an idea. Gorgeous. This is, uh, that's absolutely. That's actually in Milford Sound, mm -hmm. and it, yes, it looks like that. 
isn't yeah. that where they sail away? It looks like the place where they sail away at the end of Return of the King. You know, when they're when they're on the boat and they go. And I don't even know. Away. Yeah, it kind of looks like Isengard. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I honestly, I don't even. I don't even know. Um, because everything there looks like when you're in there, you're like, yeah, this looks like this was this scene. This was looks like this was this scene. Like you're thinking. The only place that I went to was Skipper's Canyon, and I was mm -hmm. someone there was actually able to tell me that the place that I was at was actually where they filmed the scene where Arwen was was getting away from the ring race um, at the river where she she called the horses mm -hmm. and the water horses, and they just yeah. she kind of went over them. I actually saw that scene, and man, I was I, I ain't gonna lie, I teared up a little bit. I was nice. like, I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan, but it was so incredible. Imagine like, but imagine going to you know, like Gatlinburg and like Pigeon Forge area that has some beauty there. <laughs> yeah, you know this is what we have but, to compare. But not like, but not like. <laughs> oh, the, I know. You know, the, you know <laughs> yeah, like the mountains, but like make yeah. that times a thousand. Yeah. Well, that's like you said. You talk about for Lord of the Rings, like the the scenery is much a character of the movie as any of the actors. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I know what you mean. It's it's beautiful, There's, man. There's no picture that I could have taken or video mm -hmm. that I could have taken that would adequately explain just how incredibly oh, yeah. beautiful that place is. I mean, everyone, right. even if you don't want to go to Australia, I think everyone should at the very least go to New Zealand, spend a week there at one point in your life. Even if you don't plan to go to Hobbiton, which I'm going to talk about soon, <laughs> you need to go to New Zealand. Just go to, just go to Queenstown, go to Milford Sound, and, and just you can get a boat. You can sail through there for about, a, I think it's for our, in our currency, about 200 bucks. And they'll take you all the way to the end of the sound and back. You can get all those really nice, cool pictures like I did and be absolutely <laughs> humbled mm -hmm. by the fact that you're in a place that was basically formed by two tectonic plates just smooshing together. And they have, you know, over 100 plus earthquakes a year or else I'd probably be looking at it moving there right now. Oh, wow. I, don't I don't know about you guys, but everything that we get affected by here in, in Alabama, you can usually hide underground or hide yeah. underground. Mm -hmm. Earthquakes scare the crap out of me. So I'm yeah, just going to, yeah. you know. I'm sorry, uh, Sean and Robin, if you're listening, <laughs> you just keep those over there. We're just going to stick with the stuff that comes out of the sky. Yeah. Okay. Alabama's we'll, got we'll earthquakes, clear. though. Yeah, but it's usually caused by them blowing up munitions. <laughs> <laughs> the Bama booms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, Kevin, so, you, need to, you need to go to, uh, to Dragon Con this year because Andy Circus is going to be there. Uh, and talk to him about his ex his experiences over there too. I wouldn't be talking to him about that. I'd be talking to him about Andor. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> talking to him about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> one way out. One mm. way out. Love it. Um, but yeah, um, spent almost the same amount of time in New Zealand. Um, uh, went to the northern portion of of New Zealand, and actually, you know, the, the highlight of the trip. Other than going to Uluru and all the Australian stuff was, of course, Hobbiton. And mm -hmm. that place is as amazing as you would think, because you will never see another Hobbiton anywhere else. That's yeah. like the only places you have to go there to see it. And it is everything that you would think. The only thing that I, I guess because I never really watched the behind the scenes stuff, but there are human sized Hobbit holes and then there are Hobbit sized Hobbit holes. And they use forced perspective to make it appear as if the humans are shorter than so it's it's interesting. So like whenever I had a picture of myself at Bag End, um, which I, I don't know if I'm going to risk another share again. Um, let's see. Why don't you pull from your, if you got them backed up to your Google photos, you can at least bring those up. Your cloud yeah, that's photos, a good idea. Cloud photos without having to worry about sharing. Well, listen, listen, listen to Mr. I'm going to make sense here. 
I can actually shit. That's way. That makes way more sense. My God, man. Oh, another thing that I didn't want to miss out on um, that I went to in uh, um, Queenstown was they they have these things called ice bars. Oh, that it's a it's a bar literally made of ice. You go in and um, you put on a big heavy uh, joke, a jacket. And I actually, I'm glad that Bo, you said that because I've got one that I don't mind just sharing um, here. We'll add this to this to the stream. Um, but yeah, just to kind of give you guys an idea, um, this is more of the Milford Sound. Golly, mm. this place so is insane. It, you just can't even. I am disgusted by the, the majestic <laughs> beauty. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm so sick of this. Yeah. I mean, we got. I mean, t-shirt. oh wow, isn't that crazy? <laughs> Getting soaked by that thing too. By the way, it was. Uh, it was and there, there's me. Oh and, my goodness. And I mean, look at that. Does that not look like something out of Lord of the Rings? Is that not yeah, crazy? Yeah. That yeah. is so beautiful. And then, of course, I saw <laughs> one of our tour guides for uh, Skipper's Canyon had an Isildur tag. All of them had Lord of the Rings tags. It was, I got to ride in Isildur. I was nice. the original betrayer. It was nice. amazing. <laughs> and then I got a big panoramic. Oh, oh. That's Skipper's Canyon. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's me and Skipper's Canyon. And there's, that's, those are our safari guides. That's the scene I was just talking about. Yeah, the, yeah where yeah. the corner. That's yeah, where the, they filmed the, the pile of art when getting away oh, from the ringways. Yeah, man, that's gorgeous. Mm. Yeah, we rewatched the movies here, and here is the ice oh, bar. Ice bar. Yeah. yeah, it's it's basically like a big basement. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. And uh, yeah, nice. I hope it's you didn't lick literally the sculptures. Cool. Well, um, <laughs> well, I, I'm, 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 I'm going to keep it a little PG here, but there was a there was a particular sculpture off to the side on the bar that was in the shape of a uh, piece of anatomy, oh. and um, you could oh, take shots hey. from it. Oh. No, thank you. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I said too. But uh, yeah, here's me kind of. Yeah, here's me kind of. Uh, uh, even the drinks are made of ice. Like the oh. the, the cups are made of ice. That's so, so awesome. Uh, so you like drink out of it and then you just go put it in a little ice um, trash can. So is a, uh, I'm assuming it's artificially that temperature. Yeah. Yeah. So it just, yeah. man. It was very, very cold. I think they said it was like, uh, it was minus 12 degrees uh, Celsius, which, you know, do the math if you yeah. want. But uh, which, yeah. I'm, sh- I'm sure it was cold, but like, fortunately, no wind. So at least it was tolerable. Yeah. And th- there was uh, th- there was a stop that we made in New Zealand where we, I forget what it was. It was in a, a big sequoia. They they have like the sequoias mm-hmm. there. They, at some point, they just decided to to plant them just to see you know how they would grow. Mm-hmm. And they figured out that it just took them too long to grow, and they just didn't want to you know wait for them to, to so they could use them for lumber and stuff. So they just let this forest continue to grow, and they've basically made kashik on this, mm-hmm. this place. I would say Gonna say, is that a, is is that the holding baskets for Ewoks or? Yeah, it, it looks it like it. <laughs> I, I, seriously, I was geeking out, and all my tour people were like, "I don't know what you're talking about." I'm like, "You guys, suck. <laughs> you guys freaking suck, man." Okay. <laughs> um, and, and then uh, of course, um, went to Hobbiton. This is the mm-hmm. the big one. Um, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> it is every bit as awesome as it sounds. Now that you can't really see a good picture of it up here, but that tree at the top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the only tree that is that has never changed because it's come 100% artificial. The tree that comes out of Bag End, uh, um, uh, it has over 20,000 individually made 
leaves on it. Oh, wow. And they're all like a, a of a yeah. of a fiber that um they it just doesn't go bad. It just it's, and I mean it's, it's a and that stuff so. and I mean that stuff's like getting on well over twenty years old now. That's crazy. well now keep in mind though they they did redo this for Hobbit. Oh, that's for mm-hmm. Hobbit. That's right. right. Yeah. But still though, that's that's pushing almost ten years now. So just to kind of give you guys a little bit of backstory, I'll hop out of this real quick. Um, give you guys a little backstory on um, Hobbiton. So Hobbiton is on a 1,250-acre farm um, that uh, basically when they were trying to figure out where they wanted to do the Shire, they were doing like a big uh, flyover of uh, – and let me, let, me, let me kill this real quick. Uh, but they were doing a big flyover of, uh, of that part of New Zealand, and Peter Jackson just said, this is, this is where I want it to be. It looks, it looks right. The hills look right. And when you start getting close to it on a bus, you start noticing the – It'll start to change a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I can see what he saw. It's like, this is what I want the shower to look like. Cause this is the only place in the country that I saw that looked like this. Um, and so he, they, they just landed and approached the owner and basically the shire, believe it or not, is only about 12 acres of the 1250 acre farm. Um, mm-hmm. So you're imagine you're in and granted, I'm sure it was different whenever filming, but you're yeah. looking at the shire and then, you look over and it's like sheep, sheep, cattle, sheep all the way around <laughs> you because it's an active farm. And, mm-hmm. you know, this obviously this thing's a moneymaker and it's owned by um, the family that owns the farm. But they, of course, they have, I'm sure they have licensing fees for new, you know, yeah. new line and, and everybody that owns it and everybody all the way down. Um, but yeah, you just, uh, the, the gift shop's right across the road and you start there. You get on the bus, you go across and uh, go over a couple hills. Pretty soon you see that little Hobbiton sign, which I uh, mm. kind of showed you here. And uh, behind that is when you actually go into Hobbiton. And Hobbiton is exactly what you would expect. It looks exactly like it does in the movie. <laughs> nice. Um, you, a lot of times you go to like Universal Studios and things like that. And you can tell like, yeah. or, or you go to movie sets and you can tell like, I, you know, not too long ago, I went to the town of Spectre, which was right. from the movie Big Fish. And it's down in mm-hmm. Montgomery, Alabama. And, um, you know, you can tell that's a set, right? Mm-hmm. These you can tell they're a set too, but the only thing that you can tell is when you walk into Bag End, there's nothing but dirt there. <laughs> you open mm-hmm. the door enough, the, the door will open enough to let you in, but there's nothing but dirt there. But they're yeah. in the in the process of building two new Hobbit holes below Bag End that are fully furnished on the inside. Oh wow! That nice. you can walk into that, which huh. is the first. None of these are um, none of these were ones you can go into and like stay or go into and and explore. They're all like facades. So they did redo this for the Hobbit. Like before, when they first did this for Lord of the Rings, um, it was just basically studio stuff like like uh, styrofoam and things like that. Mm-hmm. But when they rebuilt it, they worked with the family and they made it more permanent because yeah. they knew that this was had become a tourist attraction. So they actually went through and did it right. Um, so if they're furnishing a couple of those, will that be the Bilbo B and B? I hope so. Well, and that, well, the, the cool thing is, is if you look where it's facing, the mm-hmm. Green Dragon Pub is right across the water. Like it's, and I have, I think I have some pictures of that. I don't know why that one's so fuzzy. But here's this is me in the actual Green Dragon Pub. I'd have to dig up a picture of of across the water. But the scene where they've got the big stone bridge and they go over yeah. it, and the, uh, that's that's actually real. It's actually there. Nice. Um, and then the Green Dragon Pub is there. We don't really get to see much of the outside of the Green Dragon Pub in the movies, but uh, the inside, thats it literally looks just like mm. the movie. It's what they use to film it. It looks yeah. incredible. 
And I actually, I didn't, I actually, I left it in the, the kitchen, but I actually brought home some of the uh, ginger beer that they make oh, okay. for that. And I have it. It's non-alcoholic. That's actually what I'm drinking there mm-hmm. in the picture. Um, but um, the, one of the best things about this, you know, I want to plug the tour company that I went through, um, uh, Gate One Travel. If you ever want to do a really good tour, want to make sure that you get the cultural immersion that you want, these guys do a really good job of it, especially if you do Australia okay. and New Zealand. Um, but just kind of give you an idea, we went to um, another cultural site that had um, active geothermal. Ooh. As you can see, there's a mud pit. Nice. Ooh. Ooh. And it sounds it sounds a lot like the bog of eternal stench on um, in Labyrinth, <laughs> except it's not farting. So. I was going to say, what about the smell, though? No yeah. smell? The smell? Oh, well, sulfur. Yeah. Like yeah. a lot of sulfur. It smells a lot like sulfur. And here's me, and I'm actually in front of uh, the geyser, and this is actually a video of the geyser. I think this is a video of the geyser going off. Um, it gets so, very, very big. Oh, yeah. um, so not, 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 not quite Yellowstone big, but it's pretty big. So this is not Mordor. Nope. <laughs> and, and here, here's my hero shot. <laughs> <laughs> That was me going over <laughs> to Lowell, and um, probably the the thing that the the capstone of my trip, which was the most amazing thing that happened, I think, uh, to me personally, was we went to this um, the Waikiki. I'm I'm totally gonna butcher it. I am so sorry, guys. Uh, the Waikiki um, uh, Treaty Grounds, and they gave us this cultural um, experience where my group of like 50 plus people needed a chief, and everybody starts pointing at me. At oh. point, because I'm the I'm the big goof of the group, right? They're like this guy will have fun with it, right? So I was chief. That's the reason I'm up there. So I get to wow. go in, and I'm on one side of the mat, and this big heavy set guy over here, who is like stupid intimidating. Okay, he's giving me this peace offering, which is basically just like this twig, mm. but it's like an aggressive peace offering. Like this guy, I thought he was about to like kill me. It was it was uh, <laughs> uh, it was a show, but. I was like, just look at this guy menacingly yeah. and don't blink. And that's all you can do, really. So I was kind of standing over looking at him. And the whole time they would bring me back up. And at one point they brought me back up and used me as a pincushion to demonstrate how those wooden spears work. <laughs> that was super interesting. But I got uh, tons of photos with those folks and got to be called chief for the rest of the uh, the tour. That's, that's I see cool. you're respecting the and being shoeless also, I see. Yes. Yeah, we had to be shoeless. That was uh, <laughs> That was a, that was a thing, and then of course I've, I, I'm wearing the uh, the the space spaceman suit there because it was raining that day, and that was my uh, my rain jacket. Um, it rained a lot in New Zealand. New Zealand gets a lot of rain, um, so they get a bit of the time we were there. But yeah, um, phenomenal trip. Uh, I would say the only other negative thing that happened to me was toward the end of the trip I got COVID. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, um, well. and I didn't even realize I had it um, because I mean um, I. I have, uh, you know, didn't even really, I, I felt a little rough and I just thought it was a head cold going from Cairns to, to New Zealand. So basically dropping 30 degrees and because mm-hmm. it happens to me every year. And then all of a sudden my sense of taste and my sense of smell went away oh, you know, man. after I went through it. And I was like, cause I was already like testing negative anyway. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, um, it, it was interesting. I told my tour, um, the tour guide and it was like, just keep going with it. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, what, what can you do now? So I just yeah. dealt yeah. with it, kind of kind of kept quiet for the most part and just kind of dealt with it and um, just wore a mask wherever yeah. I could and uh, just went from there. I mean, by the time that happened and I'm, I'm still, you know, my, my, my sense of 
taste has come back. My sense of smell is so kind of weird. And then the worst part about it, you guys asked earlier, this kind of coming around, you asked earlier how the flights were, right? Mm. Flights, I normally have no problem with them whatsoever, but I had congestion. And my ears were stopped. Pressure, yeah. So my Ooh, station yeah. tubes weren't working, <laughs> and I have partially yeah. perforated my eardrum oh, on the side. And I still don't hear. I'm not still hearing very well. I'm starting to pick up. Like my 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 ears is bouncing back, but it's still not there yet. Um, so hopefully that'll get healed up, and I don't lose any hearing from it. But um, would not. I mean, it makes it sound like it's the worst thing in the world. If you have no problem with your ears popping or anything like that, mm-hmm. or you're able to equalize it with gum or whatever. Yeah. And by all means, do the trip, you know, or any trip or, any, you know, any plane flight. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that is a long flight um, oh, yeah. down there. It is a very, very long flight mm-hmm. down there. I mean, you, you're pretty much going to be sleeping, hopefully, the majority of the way. When on the way there, I got put in an aisle seat. And I was in not just an aisle seat, the aisle seat that was right before the bathroom. Oh, so Every time somebody would come by, they would go, bump, bump, oh, on my shoulder. Yeah. So I only got like three hours of sleep on the way there. Oh, man. It sucked. The first first couple of days, but the, the, those, it's gonna suck anyway. Yeah. But the the thing that I um I found the most fascinating was on the way back, the difference in the sun moving is only about five hours mm. between where I you know from from New Zealand mm. on over right. And I was like, yeah, man, no, no, it's cool. You know, my 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 brain is gonna see the sun. It's gonna be mm-hmm. like, man, you're five hours off. That's about five hours with a jet lag, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> Somehow, my stupid body knew, uh, bro. Uh, we lost a day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know how long it took me to fix. I had jet lag before. I've been on plenty of flights back and forth the, the country, different things. Jet lag's never been a problem for me. Yeah. Somehow, my body knew. No, no, it's not five hours. Five hours, bro. It's like twenty-seven or something like that. <laughs> it was like, no, nah, you're, you're, we're, we're going to fill all of this, and yeah, yeah. So you, you, there's, there's no easy way of beating that on when you come back. So that's one of those things where when you take the vacation, make sure you prep at least two to three days afterwards for jet lag, mm, um, because wow. you are going to get it. It is going to happen. But um, plenty of gifts, plenty of good times, plenty of good memories. I know I mentioned quite a few bad memories, but. There were probably 45 times more mm. good memories that right. I got from it and right. um, enough to where I was uh, telling my girlfriend in the middle of it. I'm like, what next year sometime we're going to just fly to New Zealand, stay in Queenstown for a week because I want to show you this, everything that you need to see here because she's like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Those those, those mountains look amazing. I'm like, you seriously, I'm not trying <laughs> to be that guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you have no idea. <laughs> yeah. It's insane just how different that it is there. So, yeah, highly, highly recommend if you ever have the means, the time, and hopefully now the desire, go. Just don't take pictures of the back of Uli. Right, right. <laughs> respect that for what Don't do that. Yeah. Show respect. Don't do that. <laughs> there'll be yeah. some bad spirits there, yo. Okay, don't do that. So my my question for you is: You always hear about the critters in Australia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Did you have any mm-hmm. encounters or? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a small story. I didn't have encounters personally. Um, I did have some of my fellow uh, travelers who stayed. We we stayed at a uh, hotel called the Desert Sun Inn, and mm-hmm. um, um, it was in Uluru. And th- when you sign in, they give you a piece of paperwork that says, "Be on the lookout. We mm-hmm. have um, we have." mice and they're mice in typical australian f- 
fashion, are supercharged mice. They're like mm. mice, but they have marsupial legs. Mm. So they can be gone, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. Um, and something, there was also a, a rumor of there potentially being some species of centipede that could put you in the hospital real fast. Yeah. We never saw that. Good. But I did have some folks that ran into, um, they did the dumb thing that you were told not to do on your paperwork, and they put their luggage on the floor. Mm. Uh, you put your luggage on the table or on the bed, you're fine. But they put their luggage on the floor, and mm. the, um, the varmints Thanks. got into it. Yeah. And they kept discovering things throughout the rest of the trip that had been eaten on. Um, <laughs> but apparently there's something that the, they have a guy there. His, his official title is the trapper, apparently. <laughs> his, whole, his whole job is this. Um, and by the way, I'm going to go. I got another story that's spin off this. But um, this guy said that something with the way they did their HVAC plumbing and their piping makes it really easy for the mice to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just haven't figured out a way to fix it for some reason. I'm like, um, bro, just use, um, you know. So expanding foam, <laughs> and then you're good. You don't got to worry about them anymore. Let them chew on that. Then they're 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 not gonna like that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we did have some run-ins. Um, did you did see some wildlife? Um, speaking of which, I'm gonna sh- display some ignorance here of culture a little bit. I had no. I thought the kiwis were extinct when I went down. Mm. I had no idea kiwis were still a thing because mm-hmm. I had mixed them up mentally with dodo birds. Um, yeah. But kiwis are alive. The kiwis are actually a species. They're yeah. endangered. Um, and then that place, the last place I showed you, um, they actually had a, uh, uh, a nursery there where they were, where they were actually uh, nursing along and, and breeding kiwis. So we got to see them. Kiwis are nocturnal um, uh, birds. A lot, of, a lot of things there are nocturnal for some reason. Um, but one of the biggest predators kiwis have is actually possums. Mm-hmm. Okay. Australian possums are bigger than our possums. They're cuter looking. <laughs> I mean, duh. But they're, they're almost like the, the, the cute version that we should have had, and they should have had our version. So you should have, imagine me trying to explain to these people who absolutely hate possums how beneficial possums are where we live. Yeah. They actually have a oh, benefit. Yeah. They're actually, because everything in New Zealand that wasn't there already, which is very few things, was introduced artificially. They brought um, Australian possums over. Australians love their possums, but New Zealand's hate. New Zealanders hate them because they kill their indigenous birds because mm-hmm. a lot of their birds are flightless. They have a, yeah. it's a, I think it's called a Kokoda. It's a, uh, a flightless, like a l- r- real pudgy looking parrot. Um, it's like a flightless parrot that looks like a chunky parrot. Um, yeah. I'm lo- I was going to say, I was looking at it. I had to look up a picture of the common brush tail possum in New mm-hmm. Zealand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't. Yeah. So, Far from let's just what put it, it this like way: <laughs> they they go. New Zealand goes to the extent of actually using captive bolt, uh, automated captive bolt guns, to take out possums. Hmm. They hate them with a passion. They hmm. are so invasive. They actually poison acres upon acres of land just to kill them off and everything oh. that's there. Wow! They are that invasive. They are that bad. Gotcha. Um, so, so they're kind so, of like so, our so, kudzu. Kind of, kind of, <laughs> kind of. Um. But they're they're very they're they're um, nocturnal, just like the kiwis are. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. Now that I've actually seen a kiwi, and the kiwis were in an enclosure, and they had their schedule reversed, so the enclosure was at night. So the kiwis thought that it was nighttime; it was really daytime. And the kiwis can't see red lights. So we went in, and there was red lights on. And I'm looking at these birds, and I'm like, I bet that tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, they're about the size. They're between like a um, like a female turkey and a tom. Mm-hmm. Like maybe the, the, yeah, so the they're good size, 
They'd be good eating. They, they look kind of scraggly, but I'm like, man, I bet they, I mean, I bet mm. that tastes pretty good. Honestly. <laughs> they make good so, shoe polish. Yeah, look, no, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if if um if I thought that first time I saw them, I, just, I mean, come on, we got guys coming over on boats that are probably looking at this and going, man, those things are delicious. I'm gonna eat me a bird. And they, I mean, they're sure they're not that difficult to catch. They're nocturnal. Mm-hmm. That means they're sleeping during the day. They're really mm-hmm. fine. Those those guys just didn't hit it very well in the evolutionary ladder. Let's just put it that mm-hmm. way. Everything was against them. But we did get to see some. So I got to be corrected and mm-hmm. thinking that the kiwis were not a mm-hmm. species anymore. Um, so that was actually uh, was was actually really fun. Um, Made me think with more of their indigenous species. Did any dingoes try to eat a baby? Oh. No, I actually didn't see any dingoes. And when, well, there was actually a joke about that because when we went to Uluru, I had this uh, this excursion experience called. Um, uh, Sounds of Silence, mm-hmm. um, where we go, they, they literally like get us, take us, put on a bus, uh, on a bus, and they take us out to the middle of nowhere. Like you can see Uluru off in the distance, and they wait till it's dark, and you, it, the whole thing is about looking at the stars, right? Mm-hmm. And it's the Southern sky, so you see the Southern Cross, you don't see the Big Dipper and other stuff like that. It's just not, it's a different sky because it's yeah. in the Southern part of the, you know, the uh, the globe. And um, I got very intoxicated on that. <laughs> so I don't remember much, but all I know is there was this freakishly tall guy um that even 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 my um um sober friends were saying was freakishly tall that looked like Slenderman. We were calling him Slenderman. <laughs> <laughs> and and you, you you're like two sheets of the wind, three sheets, you know, and yeah, 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 yeah. And you see this, I was like, like you know, going, I see that. <laughs> he was smoking a cigarette so with my with my alcohol addled brain it looked like he was like playing with sparklers because it was like everything was slow it was a great experience okay well, even right. considering that i was i was drunk as a skunk that was the only time i really would you have a couple of fosters it was australian red, for beer yeah it was actually red wine believe it or not oh. i got, I got I messed up on oh, um i don't even know how i got back to my um uh, to my hotel, honestly, as my <laughs> it was, I, I was, I was, yeah, I was pretty near blackout at that point. Um, it was really, really fun. Um, I do remember the, the, I do remember quite a bit about it. Cause you know, when we were doing the presentation, I wasn't that into it yet. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, but, uh, they did point out a lot of the stars and then, and it was a phenomenal, um, experience, but they did mention on that excursion that um, we were in dingo territory. But thankfully, we didn't see any dingoes. We did have a baby out there, though. Nobody yeah. had a baby with them. Yeah. Somebody had a baby, and it was like, <laughs> you gotta watch out the dingo. And then, of course, soon somebody said that you got everybody out there that's been drinking alcohol, yeah. and all you heard was every five seconds, "That dingo's gonna eat your baby." <laughs> it's like, it's like, would you guys just shut up? And then pretty soon, I was doing it. Maybe think with also the local cuisine, Hungry Jack. Hungry Jack. Yeah, I didn't get a picture of that in here because yeah. actually, or did I? Yeah, actually, I think I may. You sent us one. one here. Yeah, you sent us one in the. I did, yeah, yeah. Hang on, let me let me share this. Um, oh so, yeah, yeah, Hungry Jack. This, 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 so so the story behind this is is everywhere else in the in the uh, world you're going to see a Burger King, right? Mm-hmm. But there was already a, a Burger King in Australia when uh, Burger King tried to expand to Australia, and the guy would not sell the name to Burger King Corporation. So they wound up being Hungry Jack. So if you go to New Zealand, it's Burger King. You go back to New to <laughs> Australia, it's Hungry Jack. <laughs> and they had actually had some really cool stuff on their menu. 
I really hope that I really wish that they, and I'll, I'll zoom in a little bit so you guys can read this if you're on the on YouTube. Jack's look at those brekkie wraps. I'm telling you, man. I wish we had that here. Look at that. The barbecue brekkie wrap. That looks that looks amazing. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, stuff. It was good. I ate there. That's why I was at at, at that location. I actually got some uh, airline vouchers to get free breakfast because they they screwed up our flight. Hmm. Jet Star. <laughs> and then you did was, say that they had Krispy Kreme. They did. Yeah, I actually I've got some. Uh, I was I was blown away. Uh, apparently in um, Australia, you can find Krispy Kreme, uh, the ones that actually make the donuts, mm-hmm. only in airports. Yeah, huh. in airports. So like the airports will deliver to like all the the you know nearby grocery mm-hmm. stores, kind of like they do here. You know, right. no, not the airports, but like the facilities did they taste um, like they do here they taste just like it okay. there's no difference the donut yeah, holes yeah. just turns a different way yeah <laughs> and, I, and, and i didn't put it in here because um uh, getting a little more into it here talking about the the water going a different way australians have the weirdest um toilets mm-hmm. in the world they have <laughs> the, the, you would think that it would be like ours where you just push the plunger and the thing just spins right mm. no there's just got this opening that looks like the starlight pit <laughs> that's like and it, it yes i don't know what it is and then they've got two buttons that you can do like a soft flush and then a massive flush and you got to hold them down to do it so it's like the way that it, it just like drops water in there it doesn't mm-hmm. swirl or anything it doesn't have a like it doesn't work the same it's it's more like a kind of a cross between a um chem like like a regular like airline toilet and a regular toilet mm-hmm. it's just it's weird it's kind of like an airline toilet with like more water basically um so I wasn't able to do that there, but I was able to, in one of my stops, they had a nice tub. So I was able to fill the tub up a little bit and then actually put something in there and show that it was going the opposite way. And I was like, okay, that wasn't as impressive as I thought it was. (laughs) The water just goes a different way. Of course, I was already into everything else. And I was like, this is just like a minor thing now. But I did take a video of that to to, to prove that it was, that it did indeed um, flow in a different direction. And so. Wow. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, phenomenal trip, guys. Uh, mm-hmm. If you ever had the opportunity, I would right. uh, I would highly encourage going. Um, it is a that is a big amount of uh, of time, and over ninety five percent of the people in our group were retired, which mm-hmm. made for some yeah. fun. Some fun getting around with with, with some points. It really wasn't that I bad. Bet. But, yeah. But uh, everybody in our group, thankfully, was very mobile um, and was able to get around fairly easily. So. Um, yeah, I highly recommend it. It was um, a heck of a trip. Um, and I, if I do wind up getting hear loss, hearing loss from my, my eardrum being perforated from the pressure, um, it's a small price to pay for being able to go and see something so incredibly impressive. Absolutely. And, and, and just yeah. just how much like us they are. Um, yeah. Like, it's still, it's still civilization. It's still the same thing. You know, they, they just have a different flavor down there. Yeah. You know? Um, and I did, by the way, in the in the event that you guys ever want to try it, I brought home I brought home some single serving packets of Vegemite. Yes, I'm I'm curious. Yeah, definitely curious. We're gonna have to get together mm-hmm. with you. I mean, we still owe you Coke bottles yeah. from mm-hmm. Galaxy's Edge, so yeah, we need mm-hmm. to get with you soon. And, <laughs> I'll yeah. give you some single servings of Vegemite, and you can sure. try it. And I have some some ways that were recommended of eating it from actual Australians. They're like, yeah, the way you guys try it over there, no wonder you hate it. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you should try it this way. And it's like, I wonder if okay. we can deep fry it. 
that's actually a really good point. Let me see if we can figure out how to. Because the thing is, is you can buy Vegemite at like Walmart. You can buy it yeah. at, um, at Publix. It's not that difficult to find. Yeah. So if we can figure out a way, because it's really, I mean, granted, you probably gonna most people hate it, but it's really not that bad. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see how we could figure out a way to fry it because mm-hmm. we're Southerners. We can we can figure yeah. out a way to yeah, fry exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. No problem there. <laughs> yeah. Well, fantastic, man. I am so thrilled for you yeah. and, and and the fact you got to do that. And I, I loved hearing that story. I yeah. really wanted to, to get that from you during this episode. And I appreciate you sharing all that. Mm-hmm. For Absolutely. sure. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like a wonderful time. I know my daughter has wanted to go to Australia, so we may have to, may have to all pile up and all mm-hmm. take a big trip together. I go with you. Um, again, I would, <laughs> I'll go back. I would, I, I'll go back. Just make sure that if you do decide to go, um, make sure, like I had had um, thought of going just to Australia. I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I went to New Zealand mm-hmm. because Australians, I love you to death, but New Zealand, yeah. they got you beat on scenery. Like, <laughs> it's now, you can't touch that. It's, yeah. I mean, man, and wow. I- I know for me, like if my family took it, I know my wife, she would, she would want us to go to the Australian zoo, Steve Irwin zoo. Yeah. I believe that would probably be like, our, mm-hmm. that would be like our required, like we'd have to go there yeah. before we did anything. Oh, yeah. That's one thing that I missed that I really would have liked to have well, gone, but it just wasn't in range for what well, I Well, I'm about to, to say, cause it's right. like, it's, it's like hours away from Sydney, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My daughter got upset not long ago that Robert Irwin has a girlfriend. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the most eligible bachelor yeah. on the planet. That I mean, who wouldn't want to have be dating an Irwin? I mean, God, that's yeah. that's well, and, and just how wholesome he is. Yeah. You know, just like yeah. his dad. Yeah, yeah. Well, she, uh, I'm sure her boyfriend wouldn't appreciate that at this point uh. in time. But <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well, thanks so much for sharing that. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it's that great. very much. So. Well, I guess uh, you guys have anything else you want to touch on, or we're gonna we're gonna end it on a on a down under note. I think we yeah. end on a down under note. All right, it was very enlightening. Yeah. Yes, I enjoyed that. Yep. So uh, if you wanna if you want to uh, maybe share some adventures that you've had with us on yes. social media at Bama Geeks on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, <laughs> and YouTube. And uh, if you don't want the public to see your adventures, but you still want to share it with us. Well, that's super simple. Just join the the community that we've got on Facebook, Bama Geeks Front Porch, where we sit around and shoot the breeze and don't mess with the Kiwis. <laughs> and, uh, and we could you... put another shrimp on the Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. While I was down there, by the way, I, and I was afraid to say it because they probably would have been like, that's offensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, me. And of course, uh, you know, if you enjoyed this episode, we did another 37 minutes or so with our Patreon members. Uh, so patreon.com slash Bama Geeks, $5 a month will get you into that where you can hear all the bonus stuff, join the Discord channel. And um, yeah, love to have you in there. But uh, if you could also uh, wouldn't mind leave us, leaving us a five-star rating or review. Uh, anywhere you can on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, anywhere you can do that. We certainly appreciate it. And, uh, you know, if you're watching us on YouTube and want to hit that subscribe button, if we have provided you with entertaining content, we would certainly appreciate it. Yes, we would. So, well, this was a great episode. I loved every yeah. moment of this. Yeah, that's and mm-hmm. I love the stories. I've been wanting to hear about that 
because I knew eventually you'd get down there. And finally, after years, we got the stories. That's right. Mm -hmm. So super happy for you, man. But thank you so much for joining us for episode 55 of the Bama Geeks podcast. And hope you have a wonderful couple of weeks. And we're going to wrap it up and say yeah. goodnight. So, Goodbye. Good night. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Adios. Thank you, guys. Bye.